Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1061, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and BloombergRadio.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. This is the Bloomberg Markets. Corey Johnson here at AM 960 Studios out over the San Francisco Bay. Carol Masser back east in New York, and I am wondering, Carol, who's your favorite comedian of all time? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite Stand-up? No? No. Do you have a favorite? I mean, I, it's hard to say anyone's ever better than Richard Pryor. Uh, yeah. I like Eddie Murphy, too. Yeah. Makes me laugh. Hey, uh, comedy, though, great for the streaming world. So we're going to get uh, kind of the lowdown uh, from someone who is well-entrenched in that, has worked with a bunch of well-known comics and provided programming. So, Corey, I think we'll get to that in just a moment. Nothing funny about that. Let's get to Charlie Pellet. He's got a look at uh, business news and data check for us. Charlie? A record-setting day. Thank you very much, uh, Corey Johnson. Thank you, Carol. A record-setting day for the Dow up 123 points. No laughing matter there. Up six-tenths of one percent. S&P up 17. Again, there of seven-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ up 67, higher by 1.1 percent. Stocks rallied after Fed Chair Janet Yellen signaled the Federal Reserve won't rush to tighten monetary policy as inflation remains persistently below target. Now, in her testimony uh, on Capitol Hill today, the heard live right here on Bloomberg Radio. Yellen talked about a number of other topics, including the health of the consumer. In particular, growth in household spending, which was weak earlier in the year, has picked up in recent months and continues to be supported by job gains, rising household wealth, and favorable consumer sentiment. And this update is brought to you by Commonwealth Financial Network, the broker-dealer RIA that's been putting relationships first since 1979. Find out why the industry's most satisfied advisors are head over heels about them. Visit commonwealth.com. S&P up 17 to 24.43, a gain there of 7 tenths of 1%. No record there. The Dow did climb to a record up 123 points to 21,532, up 6 tenths of 1%. NASDAQ up 67, a gain there of 1.1%. Gold up 470 the ounce to 12.19, up 4 tenths of 1%. The 10-year up 12.30 seconds with a yield of 2.32%. Crude oil, West Texas Inter- Immediate up eight tenths of one percent to forty five forty two a barrel. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. You listen to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Make them laugh, make them laugh. Don't you know everyone wants to laugh? Our next guest knows something about making people laugh. He works with a lot of folks who do exactly that. Uh, let's bring in Brian Volkweiss. He is president at Comedy Dynamics. It's a comedy production and distribution company finding and making, or I should say, making sure that uh, comedy content finds its way to some of the streaming companies. He joins us on the phone in Los Angeles. Hey, uh, Brian, nice to have you here. You work with a lot of comics. Just for our listeners, tell us a little bit more about what you do. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, I mean, my job is really simple. Um, basically, we try to find people that um, have a unique voice uh, in the comedy space, obviously. Um, and we shoot their stand-up uh, with a lot of cameras, and then we uh, bring it uh, bring it to the people and hope it makes them laugh. Um, it's, it's really that simple. So it's so interesting to me that that Netflix has done this thing. It seems in comedy where they sort of looked at the you know online the comedy business and said, "Yeah, we're just going to go out, write a bunch of checks, and we're going to own comedy now." And some just really 
really big uh, uh, comedy names and just gobbling them up with these specials uh, uh, in a way that I think only HBO ever did before this. Um, yeah, I, I would say uh, what Netflix is doing is at a uh, volume and pace that is uh, there's no precedent for it, uh, without a doubt. Um, even even back in the day, uh, nobody uh, was doing the volume that Netflix is doing and the quality of the artists uh, that they're maintaining. But, I mean, you nailed it. I mean, that's basically what they're doing, um, and they have a lot of math and data, thanks to their algorithm, that uh, supports uh, this course of action. And uh, if I had to guess, uh, it's not uh, it's not going to slow down anytime soon. Thank God, though, for all these streaming services, and thank God for so many people needing content at this point, right, Brian? Because it makes something like what you do an incredibly viable business. Uh, it really does. It really does. I, I can tell you a really funny story about that. Uh, about five or six years ago, I was doing a deal, um, and uh, we had figured out all the money, what they were going to pay us. And uh, what we were the last deal point that we were down to was the term. And basically, they were like, you know, we'll give you five years. Um, and I was like, uh, well, how about, you know, two years? And they were like, well, how about four? And I'm like, how about three? And they were, at some point, they just looked at me and they were like, listen, these specials that we're buying had already aired before on Comedy Central. So they're airing now with us in a second window. What do you care if it's two years from now or five years from now? And my response to that, and like I said, this is almost half a decade ago, my response to that was, Listen, I, never in a million years when I initially made the special for Comedy Central did I think I'd be doing a deal with you. So who knows? Maybe in five years uh, I'll be doing a deal with Whirlpool, uh, and they'll be putting stand-up comedy on refrigerators. Who knows? But And the truth of the matter is, uh, no, I'm not doing any deals right now with Whirlpool, but, I mean, it, it, it's unbelievable um, who we're all doing deals with right now um, that need content uh, of a high-quality nature. Comedy is probably cheap to produce, too. Hour for hour, yeah. The only thing cheaper is porn, and uh, obviously uh, we don't get into that. So, uh, yeah, we uh, we just stick with this. And uh, the hour for hour, there. Really I, I, I'd suggest you. I, I'd suggest you stick with comedy too. I'm just just saying, given the choices you've, you've, you've outlined there. Um, what is it about? Uh, so, so your content cost is quite low, even if Netflix is, is running up some bids on some of the bigger names. Um, is there something else that's going on with stand-up that's made it so much more popular now uh, than than it has been in years past? Well, there's several things going on in addition to what Netflix is doing. Uh, one is social media, and two is uh, YouTube. So, and I, I've been a comedy, I've been a fan of comedy, you know, since high school. So I keep, you know, I, I say to myself, you know, why when I was in high school was there like for every 200 people one stand-up comedy nerd, and now in high school for every 200 people there's probably 20 to 40 stand-up nerds and this this is my conclusion and let me stress this is my conclusion meaning there's a good chance it's wrong um, but at the very least this is what I think is going on so if you look at what stand-up comedy was say 10 years ago before YouTube if there wasn't somebody like Eddie Murphy um, and you saw on Comedy Central or HBO or Showtime a name that you had never heard of before and they're like hey John Doe or Jane Doe their hours come up, you say to yourself, 
Well, I, I never heard of this person. I don't want to give him an hour. It's probably 99 out of 100 people would have that right. conclusion. And just about 20 seconds left, Brian. Go ahead. Oh, so long story short, basically what YouTube has done is it has broken that hour into two-minute, five-minute, six-minute chunks. So people will watch that chunk on YouTube, then be like, oh, I love this guy or I love this girl. Right. Then they'll watch another clip, another clip. And then when that artist is in town, they will see the artist yeah. live. And then that's what makes this all there you have it. basically. An industry is born. Brian Volkweiss, Comedy Dynamics, great stuff. You listen to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Let's get a check on your latest World of National News headlines. Nathan Hager in our Bloomberg 991 newsroom in Washington. No joking around when it comes to news out of Washington, Nate. No, no kidding. Thank you, Carol. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has got to pull it off on health care. Those were President Trump's words to the Reverend Pat Robertson in a White House interview that will air on the Christian Broadcasting Network tomorrow. President says he's got pen in hand waiting for senators to get something done. But Cleveland Clinic CEO Toby Cosgrove tells Bloomberg Television. First of all, I think the bill has to fail. Uh, and I think it will fail. Uh, and but uh, and then I think we need to go back and address what the problems are. McConnell does still hope to introduce a revised bill tomorrow. A GOP aide tells Bloomberg it would scrap plans for a tax break for health insurance executive pay. The Presidential Advisory Commission on Election Integrity is suspending collection of voter data from states. It's not because most of those states refuse to comply with the panel's demands. Bloomberg's Amy Morris has more on that. President Trump's advisory commission is being sued. The Electronic Privacy Information Center wants the courts to halt the commission's broad request for information in state databases about all registered U.S. voters, including each voter's name, date of birth, partial social security numbers, your voting history and party registration. They are accusing the commission of violating voter privacy. So the commission, which hasn't even held its first First meeting yet is telling states to hold off on providing that data until the court rules. Amy Morris, Bloomberg Radio. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. In Washington, I'm Nathan Hager. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.